What shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning that grace may increase? By no means. We are those who have died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? Or don't you know that all of us were baptized into Jesus Christ into his death? We therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised for the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we will certainly also be united with him in a resurrection like his. For we know that our old self was crucified with him so that the body ruled my sin might be done away with, that we shall no longer be slaves to sins, because anyone who has died has been set free from sin. Now if we died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. For we know that since Christ was raised from the dead, he cannot die any longer. Death has no mastery over him. The death he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. In the same way, count yourselves dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. The kids are not invited to kids' church today. Um, today we gather here at church because baptism, I think, is properly understood as part of a church service. It's part of the worship together. It's part of what we do in, in the body of believers as part of our communal offering together. But we also um, live in a beautiful spot with beautiful waters and a beautiful opportunity to be baptized in God's creation out in nature. And so... Uh, today we meet here and we gather and then we go down to the river and pray. Is that that song? Uh, uh, going down to the river for baptism and, and food together. Um, it's been one of the things that I've said, and I, I think I said it last week, is that um, if there is a party in heaven with angels rejoicing for baptism, then the best the church can do is attempt to mirror that sum here on earth. And so we go down to the river to pray and to baptize in a joy, spirit of joy and a spirit of gratefulness and a spirit of the gift in which God has offered us into. And so um, the plan for today is short sermon, uh, one more song, I think, and then uh, dismissal. We'll do communion and doxology and, and some of the other stuff we do down at the river. Um, but the baptism service is the primary thing. We also have... Um, uh, Brisket and pulled pork, which is, that. this is where you're supposed to say, come on, Jared, this is, this, is a, this is a real deal here, brisket and pulled pork down at the river and sides to share, and, uh, and so that should be uh, a joyous celebration for us to celebrate uh, Derek in his new life. But what I also say is that for us, and, and this, this jar, which sits um, under that window behind the soundboard every Sunday, is there for us to remember our own baptisms. To remember that we are now territory or, or citizens or people who have been transferred from one realm, in the Romans reading that we read, the realm of death, and brought into new life through being united with Christ. And for the Christian, I think this is one of the things that we always need to be constantly remembering. How is it have I died to sin, died to the patterns that I've existed in, died to sin and death and destruction, and dying with Christ through the kind of death he had, that's what it says in Romans, that I am then raised into new life with him. 
as a person, as a, as a part-time uh, fake theologian, I guess, or whatever you want to say, the method by which we baptize has never been one in which I get stressed at, whether it was sprinkling or full immersion or this, that, and the other. But the beauty of the full immersion, which we'll be able to do today, I tested the water yesterday, it's cold, but not that cold, um, was is the idea is that you're lowered into that watery tomb in the same way that Christ went into the tomb himself. And so then you are raised back up to new life out of the watery tomb to go and live as one who belongs to Christ. The imagery of that, I think, is very beautiful and worth remembering, regardless of whether, whatever method you were baptized in, to think that we are brought into that. Now, Carla um, has pressed me on why I always talk about death with baptism um, and life. Uh, there's my wedding joke, which I never get asked to do weddings, probably because this is my wedding joke, is is there are three things you'll do in front of the whole church. Uh, your baptism, uh, your wedding, and your funeral. And a cynic will say these all have to do with death. Yeah. Uh, but really, they're all about beginning new life together. When you are baptized, you are raised into new life. When you are married, you begin a new life where you leave and cleave for one another. See if it were a wedding ceremony. And your, your, your death, your funeral, is the entry into new life. I think it's still a funny joke, but nobody ever laughs. But anyways, we do these things together communally because we're bound together in these. Yeah, you laughed. That's, um, we're bound together in these ways, and we're bound together partially through that, through baptism, that we become members of each other. Now, the, the sermon series we've been doing, and it ties well with baptism, is against these three things that distort the soul, the world, the flesh, and the devil. We talked about this last week, and we'll continue that next week. But, but today's sermon is more in an acted version of a sermon. Um, and so this is like baptism, you know, pastors, you guys know me, I'm, I'm not that as good at it, but um, spend a lot of time thinking about sermon analogies and sermon imagery and things that we can do to get you guys to remember the text. Today I have the best one ever, which is the one that has been gifted to us through God and his spirit, which is baptism. The best one that you can always remember is this one. It's, it's so often that I remember those things that, that as preachers, my lot, we spend a lot of time on, but I don't remember what the text was that was related to the story or to the image. Today, we have the luck of remembering all of that and it being bound in this gift that God has given us in baptism. That this is, this is a day in which we come and see that together. And, and we see that in one way is in that people of the Exodus. We are people who walk through the waters of death from the land of slavery into the promised land of new creation, of new life. Derek and all of us, signed up to be a people of new creation and of new life in this world. No longer clinging to these things, the world, the flesh, and the devil, but clinging to the Father, the Son, and the Spirit, and the virtues that flow forth from that, most notably faith, hope, and love, but there are others as well, in which become people of new life in this world that's bent towards its own destruction. And so we're bound together in that way as well. We are a foretaste of the new creation. Oh, back to Carla, she asked me. Uh, we wash away our sin, too, in baptism. And the thing is, 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 one of the reasons why that is out there is for us, when we come to church, to remember we are, we are washing away the sin of our lives. We enact confession every week. We enact communion every week. Because these things tell us what's true about us. 
Now, in the book that I'll be using partially for this world, the flesh, and the devil, it's titled Live No Lies by John Mark Comer. And one of the things he had his church do as they were going through the book, particularly about the devil, was to say, what are lies you believe about yourself? And to write those out and then to cast them away. This will be the last point before we go down to the river. But the lies that we tell about ourselves, that I'm irredeemably broken, um, that I'm unclean, that I'm not good enough, um, that I come from, from bad lot in life, that I have bad patterns of sin and destruction, that, that people don't know my past or my story or they wouldn't relate to me, people don't know the interior of me, are all lies because what we hear in our baptism is the claim of God upon us. And God knows all that. God in, in more traditional theism might already know all of what you're going to do, both good and bad going, going forward, and adopts you into his family nonetheless. And not only adopts you into that place, but adopts you into the place of his son who went to the cross and died for us. And so that when we pray, Abba, Father, it is that spirit that intercedes for us. And for us, it's important to remember that all the other stuff we might find our identity in, and some of this stuff is, is more benign than others. Um, uh, I'm a Cubs fan. I'm an American. I'm this, that, and the other. But our chief identity is in Christ. And it's in Christ that we begin to live and move and have our being in such a way that we can be the foretaste of new creation in the world. And so this is, is the prayer that, that Derek will hear. Actually, we'll do this quote from our, our tradition. This is the Schleitheim Confession, which is a Reformed document, but a radical Reformation document. Baptism shall be given to all those who have been taught repentance and the amendment of life and who truly believe that their sins are taken away through Christ and to all those who desire to walk in the resurrection of Christ and be buried with him in death so that they might rise with him. It's a loaded sentence there, that we would walk in repentance and amendment of life, that we would believe that our sins and, and the darkness in which we have come to is taken away through Christ, and that we can begin to walk in a new pattern and be buried in death so that we might rise to new life with him. But the last thing connected to the sermon is Derek will come up out of the waters and I'll anoint him with oil, and this will be the prayer we'll, we'll, I'll say over him, but it's one, I think, for all of us, is that we would receive the sign of the cross as a token of our new life in Christ, in which we shall not be ashamed to confess the faith of Christ crucified, to fight bravely under his banner against the world, the flesh, and the devil, and to continue as his faithful soldier and servant to the end of your days. Amen. Let us pray. God, you have called us into the celebration of this day. This one faith, this one baptism, this one call. And that we, with all the Christians of the world, find unity through this gift of going into the waters, of being anointed with water, of being marked with water, of being wet, God. That we all go through this path and then we are all raised up into that resurrection life with you to be a people of your new creation, to be those brought back to life. God, we pray a blessing on this day. We pray a blessing on Derek as he 
gets into the waters himself this day and is claimed by you and raised to new life in the pattern of your son. We pray a blessing on ourselves too that we may remember our own experiences with this day. That we too have been brought into your kingdom. That we too are members of your people. That we too are those called to walk in this world at war with the world, the flesh, and the devil. So that we may be people of your new creation. We ask all this in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.